0: Okay, everybody, this is the day we've all been dreaming of. It's been 77 episodes that we've been trying to get Sean Friday on the Cause I Have to podcast.
1: 77? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> is...
0: And the day no. has finally come. Uh, Sean Friday, who is infamously Jason Friday's brother, he's also in the band Dead Sarah. He also Ooh-hoo. has a side project. Bitch camp. E. Um. What else? Anything else you want to add, Jason, for our he intro do? here?
2: He. <laughs>
0: he used to be a a spot on bartender. I don't know That's if right. He was. I taught
2: him how to make
1: a delicious old fashioned. The That's right way. Right. I like how I was the bartender and you came in and taught me how to make it. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: As Jason Friday would.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: So we uh, are going to be chatting with Sean Friday coming up. Welcome to the Cuz I Have To podcast, where living your dream
2: is the only option.
0: We're your hosts. I'm Julie Slater.
2: And I'm Jason Friday.
0: And we've been scouring the earth for people living their dharma so we can share their stories with you.
2: And hopefully we help you find your dharma.
0: Let's do it. Yee-haw, okay, guys, we did it. <laughs> we, we did got, We got your brother on the podcast. 77? Yeah, it Jesus. took 77 episodes to make this thing happen. <laughs>
1: How many po- how many episodes are there?
0: This is seventy seven. Okay. <laughs> Did you even know we have a podcast? <laughs> First, I'm hearing of it. <laughs>
2: oh man, I know. He's like, what's a podcast? <laughs>
0: so anyway, Sean, uh, this yeah. is Jason.
2: Hi. Jason. Uh, hey. You
0: guys met, hey. I believe, when you were coming out of the birthing canal. <laughs> Jason actually witnessed Sean's birth. Is that not
1: correct, Jason?
2: I sure did.
1: It wow. Was, Do you, yeah, you have mem- Do you have memory of that?
2: A hundred percent, dude. That freaks me out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is isn't so that, cool.
2: Isn't that crazy? I know, man. It's weird how how vivid
1: it is too. I like, know. It's- I ha- I haven't had any memory of that type of stuff. Ever or like yeah ever and I I did I feel like I something happened and I went back to that um moment
3: huh
0: That's wow trippy
1: and it was really weird it was probably a few years ago and I remember feeling like seeing and feeling like what the fuck and remembering <laughs> I guess going back yeah. to that moment yeah yeah That's well, how awesome. how
0: old were you Jason like three or something
1: three and a half. Yeah. yeah.
0: Your mom had a we, home birth.
2: My mommy had a home birth. Yep. We were living in uh, Silver Lake on Lakeview. That's right. And yeah, it was, we lived on like this third floor apartment, but it felt like it was the freaking penthouse. It yeah. Was so badass. It had this insanely huge window that overlooked, uh, I guess, the valley really. And it was dangerous though, because <laughs> the wall was only about like. A foot tall, and this window was enormous, so if you happened to lean on the window, you would probably break it and fall out and die., oh, nice. <laughs> nice. but it was so cool, and yeah, we had like a little two two set staircase in that place. I don't know, it was wild. Yeah. was it yeah. one of those
0: pool home berths, or just
2: no, it was just on the floor, yeah, wow, was it on the floor, yeah, not on the waterbed, nope. Wow, that'd be a your lot. Her
0: mom, mom was so progressive Whoa. back then.
2: Yeah, she was. She was hardcore. She didn't get any drugs or anything. I mean, wow. Seriously, Mama Friday. That thug explains life. a lot. She is she, a I thug. Know. She, she is, is a thug. She is a. She's a warrior thug. She is. I've never seen anybody so just ugh, beautiful and intense inside and out. Just she's so strong. Shout out to she's Cassie Friday. Is. Shout That's out right. to
1: Cassie. Sassy Cassie sassy
0: (laughs) it's difficult um i don't think i can show your mom this video it's difficult watching you smoke cigarettes sean
1: (laughs) say that on the podcast (laughs) what are you doing
0: you know what's weird i don't ever
1: i don't know all the family's gonna listen this. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, and they're all gonna <laughs> send you texts and say, "Stop smoking." Stop oh my smoking. God.
2: Here's a song I wrote for everybody: smoking, drinking, sorting, <laughs> shooting, <laughs> gluten. <laughs>
0: Um, You know, oh, you know what? I We haven't even mentioned to the dear listener, Sean and I yeah. created the Because I Have To theme.
1: That's right. We did. I re- It's such a cool little vibe. I really like it. It's such a nice little warm up for a podcast. It's like what you want to hear.
0: That's right. Yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll play a little of it right now. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, here Whoa. comes that part with the... Oh, hold on.
3: Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, hey!
0: <laughs> and that song is going is featured in the uh, Jamie Andrews movie Division, and it's at a pivotal part at the end.
1: So cool!
0: And some of your music uh, from Bitch Camp in that movie. I
1: I know, so it's cool. So it cool was stuff. it was really cool to see that little tra- like trailer, and then how it goes into the song i was like whoa that's pretty cool yeah damn hell yeah
0: and bitch camp bitch camp thank you very much was just world premiered on mm. 885 fm in los angeles thanks to yours truly
1: yeah thanks to you
0: by the way i'm pushing i'm pushing to get more spins
1: dude i mean hey amen sister
0: i want to play that's the song if you look up on your streaming services look up bitch camp and the song i've been but we're going to play the song in full at the end
1: cool so
0: let's just get into your deepest darkest passions um sean that's why we have you on here i don't know if you realize we have a podcast and it's called because i have to When living your dream is the only option and we have people on who are living their dream. And, and it appears that you are as well. Mm. Hmm. Are you?
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I guess that's so funny. I guess I do. I also, I feel like I spend too much time of, of what, of what I don't have instead of like hearing you say it out loud, like you're living your dream. And I'm like, wow, maybe, maybe I, maybe I am. (laughs) I mean, like I, I love, music and i obviously we play i play music you guys play music and we tour and we're about to go to europe so that's like a dream come true for sure
2: yeah big time
1: um
0: yes dead sarah are you guys is the whole tour are you opening for um
1: eagles of death metal yeah we have two uh, headlining shows in london in london yeah
0: yeah i follow them
1: yeah (laughs) yeah you do okay um
0: and weren't you hanging i mean is it secret weren't you hanging with the members of
1: no we did we met him last night to just break the ice our manager was like hey come we have the same manager so man yeah. uh, mark one of our managers manages jesse hughes of eagles of death metal and they were rehearsing at their spot in burbank and they he wanted us to come out and just break the ice and just get to meet all of them and we did and the so nice Jesse's so cool honestly he was so cool he's such a character he's uh, he's really enjoyable to talk to honestly I, I feel like he's he's one guy who I listen to and I talk to and I'm like man you have lived one trillion more lives than I have <laughs> and I want to hear everything about that Mom, and maybe wow. I will maybe I will on this on this tour with him because yeah, it would be so yeah I would love to hear everything.
2: I was gonna say you you you're going to because yeah. you're gonna be sitting next to him for like five. I know, weeks.
1: I know. I mean he was so sweet, man. He was like he's like That's Seriously, awesome. Man, if you guys run into any problems, you come to me. Any problems, you come to me. And I was like, Okay, whoa, Jesse, okay.
0: <laughs> Is the other guy um uh, Josh Homey? Is that his hmm. name? Is he Hami? in the band or no? Hame. What did well, we decide? We figured out how to say his name, Hame?
2: I think it was Hami because it was sounded like Homey. Yeah, yeah. Hami? Josh
1: Homme. Yeah. He is not in the band right now. I think, but he was, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. Know. I think he was the drummer, or maybe he. I'm not even sure the history of why or how. Maybe they started it together. I know they, I know they go have known each other for a really long time. I think they have like like that circle like of Queens of the Stone Age and Eagles of death metal. Yeah.
0: Oh, I think I, think I confused were, the man. members in those two bands.
1: Yeah, oh. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. But Josh was in the band. Like, there's, yeah.
0: For a bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's like a lot of shots of just them, too, as like promo photos or whatever from back in the day. Yeah. But, yeah. So, by the
0: time this comes out, um, (laughs) we're recording this on Friday and this comes out on Tuesday, but you'll have already left. Isn't that weird? Right now, we're talking to your future self. You're already (gasps) in Europe. I.
2: <laughs> oh wait, will he be in? Oh yeah, 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 Sunday, yeah, yeah, right, you're
0: right, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I'll be in. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. left be, two days ago. I left two days ago, yeah. and I'll be in. I'll be heading to Amsterdam right now, or in Amsterdam. It sounds like a,
0: a watch out.
1: Eat the <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah,
0: and then you're gone for like six weeks
1: yeah something like or like five weeks maybe i think we fly yeah. back um may 17th I, I believe
0: you guys already did a little a little tour like this isn't your first one since the whole pandemic stuff right did you do a, a tour already with that yeah,
1: yeah we did well we did one back in um september when the record came out and then we just did one in february with um with slash we opened for slash who was oh yeah super cool that, that their whole bit ba- his whole band is awesome miles kennedy is so such a nice sweet humble dude everybody in the band we fell in love with slash's um sec- main security or bodyguard, i guess you would say but his name's chemo he's from hawaii he's f- he's like a f- just a huge beautiful teddy bear who like <laughs> is so awesome and just loved us and we loved him and he was so so cool yeah he's awesome he played football he's like he has like the hawaiian tribal tattoos oh, yeah. all over his body he's like and ah, oh, he's such a sweet dude
2: that's rad so, yeah yeah i love stuff like that like you know people think tour is one thing but it's the little things like that that really it's
1: what makes it yeah 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 it's like all all the human connections you make with yeah with the people you meet you're like ah so that's kind of what makes it great
2: no that's right it's so special
1: yeah it's cool what kind
0: of i was gonna say what kind of feelings do you have pre-tour like Excitement are you nervous about it? Do you look forward to just being away? Does it freak you out? Is it all the things? <laughs> I think it's all the things I think it's all the things I
1: think it's all the things I definitely it's changed throughout I feel like it's it changes the older I get yeah. Um, but yeah, I get excited. I get a little nervous i am like, oh my god, okay and then well but I think once you play that first show, you're like, all right. And then it just becomes like a routine where you pull up, load in, wait, play, load out, hotel, repeat. But yeah, leading up to it. um, Yeah, I feel really it's I'm excited for this one. Um, We just had I feel like we used to like rehearse a lot, but. Since we kind of like this tour that we just did with Slash, we, I feel like we were pretty grooved in. And then we hired a new bass player for this run, Alyssa, Alyssa, Der, uh, Alyssa Davy, who's so awesome. She's so cool. She plays in a band called Sego, and which is like one of my favorite bands. Um, they're from they they're here based here in L.A. And she came in. And she ripped it so hard. I was like, "Oh my god, girl, you hold the title for just <laughs> knowing it." Like, we, like, I was so like impressed. I was like, this, this is so rad. And then we had one other rehearsal. She crushed it, sounding really good. And then we have one more on Saturday before we before we leave.
2: Wow.
3: Following
1: nice.
2: Sunday. That's good. I was going to say, yeah, you guys have definitely put your time in as far as like rehearsals go. Yeah. You, you, and you feel that too. You're like, Oh, we're so locked in. Like we need, we could just actually relax. Yeah. Take care
1: of life before we get out of here. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. It's nice to have it feel already kind of grooved in. How do you
0: get, I mean, do you take all your equipment over there? Like how does that even work when you tour Europe?
1: we take some, we yeah. take some like just some stuff that we have to take but we rent pretty much everything like i know we're renting a a kit a drum kit over there we're renting some maybe some amps do you um, take then, some
0: cymbals with you or no yeah i take
1: my, i take yeah. my cymbals and i'll take my snare snare and cymbals and then i have like an interface case for my computer and then like a my my little mixer case just like little stuff like that and then they bring their guitars of course and pedal boards and that's about it yeah yeah
2: then you show up and rock it and then we
1: show up and rock it
2: <laughs> what uh where what what are some of their like some places you guys are going to that you're super stoked to? because you i mean you're going to places you've never been to right yeah. have you guys been over there at all ever
1: Never. Just England, never. just just London. Just oh, All right.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the UK you've been We've been to not, the UK. But not Europe though, which is no. totally freaking rad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. We've never been there. I which is which sounds so crazy. Oh, I know. Well, we've been doing it this far, oh, and we've yeah. never we've never been there. It's, like, it's so crazy. Yeah. Is
0: your passport up to date?
1: God could you imagine if it wasn't <laughs> that would freak me out. <laughs> Oh we'd, God, have
2: to, we'd have to go down to the office again. Like, I know. Be, the, wait a minute.
1: Wait. No, I think I got it renewed. I think it's it expires in 2027, I think. Oh, I should go. look, though. It yeah, might, you, you know,
0: maybe dust it off. Give it yeah. Yeah. Maybe find, oh, you know what? It, find what? it before what? Sunday morning.
1: <laughs> Dude, when I was bartending La Pubelle, yeah. I, there was a stint where I lost my wallet at home somewhere. So I carried around my passport everywhere. And I was bartending and I oh sorry my computer thank God. Could you imagine if my computer just died mid this that was just so funny. <laughs> that would um, be funny. That'd be would hilarious. Be, that would be really <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> just ruin everything. <laughs> 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 Um, And at the end of the night, I was like, where's my passport? I was looking for it. Where's my passport? Where's my passport? Where's my passport? I was like, look at everyone. I was like, did you guys see my passport? Like, no. And then I'm like, where is my passport? And I go and I'm just like, I just envisioned it was in the dumpster. Like the full on... (laughs) (laughs) The f- <laughs> sorry, the full on dumpster. Um, the full on ting-tong toy. <laughs> so I go to the dumpster and I go through the bags of trash and disgusting alcohol and everything. And I open it up and I'm digging through it. And it's at the bottom of this bag. And I fucking, f- oh, I'm sorry. And I flipping <laughs> find it and it's soaking wet and just... Who knows what? Oh my, oh my God. And I was like, wow, I almost threw away my passport. <laughs> wow. It was like, it's just, yeah. Anyways, cool story. Sean. Yeah, great,
0: great story, bro.
1: Awesome. <laughs> is that where you was- found your passion? Hey, the thanks bottom? for wasting time.
0: <laughs> this was totally worth it, Jason. Seventy-seven yeah, so, episodes to oh get the dumpster story. This is gonna go viral. Oh <laughs>
1: my god! I know. So dumb. Oh man! Damn. No, it is
2: a story, though. I mean, really. Like, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> No, that's no. But seriously, though, I mean, that's that would have been. I feel like that's you kind. of, Don't you get in trouble, kind of, if you if you lose something like that? Because I mean, you know, the way that they do it, and you have to send it in. I mean, that's a huge federal documentation of yourself.
1: You know? Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I, shit, I shoot. I don't know if you. I know that it's a pain yeah. in yeah. the butt if you lose it and have to renew it. But there's a little. I I there's like some life hacks on getting a passport. Oh, really? Yeah, mm. that I found out recently. And it's pretty amazing. I mean, it's a deep lot. Deep dark web. It's a, no, like <laughs> of, getting a, of getting a real one made, of official one made, like with with a, a place that does it. But yeah. Oh, nice. I think
0: we're getting sidetracked. Yeah, we're getting um, sidetracked. <laughs> Uh anyway, um let's go back to the beginning. When did you first start? So you're the drummer in Dead Sarah. When did you first start playing drums? And was that always what you played?
1: Yeah, I think, yeah, it was always what I played. I started, I guess I got my first drum set when I was 12 years old. I remember before that I really wanted to drum, but I didn't have drums yet. I was like, I wanna I wanna drum, I wanna drum, I wanna drum. And then I I just like life started taking a different course and I wasn't into that anymore and then and then for my 12th birthday they my mom and dad got got me a drum set they bought it off our f- like school friend named matt i forget his last name matt and the um, pearl drum set yeah it's like a black oh pearl God. and then um and i was so bummed <laughs> <laughs> Hi. i was like i don't i don't know if i wanted one anymore <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't know if i wanted a drum set anymore i remember being bummed which is so funny um I and then I would, and then i just put it in my room and i would play it here and there and then i played it and then like around six 15 16 i played in a punk band called the riots and then and then it kind of took a back seat for a long while and then, night around 19 i was like doing it let's do this oh that's funny and then 19 was like i want to this is this is what i want to do again and then started kind of just doing it flat out yeah
0: what were you doing jason during this time like were you ever i playing was the drums? watching
2: him going look at this little idiot <laughs> 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 i'm just kidding <laughs> well it's funny i guess i think the original um like spark of playing music obviously was our was Fucking papi Chulo was our dad. Yeah. Um, Bill Friday, Bill fritagovich William H. H. Friday, mm-hmm. and and he had this electronic Roland drum pad, and that's where I, I started playing drum. Well, actually, geez, when I when I was two. This isn't about me I know but I'm trying to segue into. Sean. No I love it. I love
1: this. Picking this is up. about you. This is about us.
0: <laughs> what about me guys?
2: Oh,
1: and oh I'm you. sorry you're still I here Pookie. I said us three. <laughs>
2: um, so, so at two, 2 years old there's a picture of me on a on my dad's lap on a real drum set which I don't even remember that. That I don't remember. I remember Sean being born a year and a half later but I don't remember a drum set before that. <laughs> um <laughs> But as we got older, he always had a studio and he had this electronic rolling drum pad. And I, I learned to play drums first just because I'm older. And I was like, oh, my dad plays drums. I want to play drums. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I got into guitar because I was like, hey, whatever, drums, fine. But Sean, I think, stuck with the whole, oh, yeah, I have that drum feeling and, yeah. and passion for it on and off. And then finally at 19, as you said, everybody.
0: Have you guys ever played together?
1: No. No, which is so stupid. I was you? just talking <laughs> about this. Uh, uh, Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa Davy from like our, who's filling in for bass on this run from Sega. She, I would told her, I was like, dude, she's like, do you have any, do you have any brothers? I, or do you have any siblings? I was like, I got an older brother. He's a bass player. I was like, we have never played music. <laughs> together once and she was like what are you kidding me how is that impossible i was like honestly i don't even know all i said all i i was like we just like had different circle of friends and kind of just did our own thing
2: yeah kind of yeah it's, it's yeah. funny that that even
1: happened i know we didn't even because <laughs> there's like- people
2: there's people that you're friends with now that I used to hang out with like 25 years ago. <laughs> right, right. Like, like Joey, Joey, uh,
1: Joey Larocca. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Like I, you know, I used to Zach and I used to roadie for ID Klein. Back. Right. Literally, we were like 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you
0: guys could have been the first highm. Dude,
2: we could have been the first Jonies. <laughs> Dude, Jonie Bros. We'd be yeah. called the Fritaga Vichlas. I mean, come on, the
0: Fridays.
1: Yeah. Fridays. Oh my God! Yeah. really yeah. missed an opportunity.
0: It's not too late. Not too
1: late. <laughs> I was thinking like Van Halen vibe, but that's. Cool.
0: <laughs> oh okay.
1: <laughs> that been, yeah, no kidding. That would have been rad. <laughs>
0: Holy.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think, like you said, though, it just kind of never worked out. Even uh, who was the old bass player that filled in, Mark sweetest guy ever mark wallach yeah 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 just dude love grace. that guy christ dude. but i was like oh that's cool man he's like oh do you play anything i'm like yeah i play bass and, and he's like well why am i playing bass in this band?
3: <laughs>
2: and i'm like i don't know dude like I- <laughs> maybe because i've just always had um I've always had my own bands even yeah. before Sean was in bands. And, and maybe that's just him looking at me going, why, why would he want to join my band when he has his own band? I don't know. I didn't have an answer. And he's like, dude, this doesn't make any sense at all. What the hell am I doing
1: here? That's so funny. Yeah.
2: Oh my god, Yeah. Awesome. He, yeah. He's so red. I love that guy. He is great.
0: And um, you also pro- helped produce, you produced and engineered the latest Ted Sarah album, right?
1: Is that new for you? It was very new for me. Very new experience and learning curve for sure. And it was a lot of a lot of work, but also it wasn't done like it was we did it very DIY, right? So like we did it in our own studio that we've had for ages, our, our rehearsal studio. And we just uh, Chris Morris from Warner Brothers, who's who signed us many years ago and who's been our dog for a long time he, he hooked he like got you know they got the label to fund some like um some uh gear like a new interface and like a a channel apollo interface which was really cool and like oh whoa, whoa you got yeah an apollo hey. yeah yeah it was really nice uh and then some like mics a few mics um and then yeah and then i worked with noah who Noah did the first two records, did the, the self-titled record, the first one. And then the, um, what's our second pleasure to meet you second record, (laughs) um, Noah. And so we started doing it together, uh, over, I mean, this was like right when lockdown happened. So we were in the studio and we would like zoom, uh, not zoom, but like FaceTime Noah and, uh, we had like four songs in the bag, like new exact, like new structure, new, the parts, everything. So we just, I, we would record them and I would send him little roughs and he'd be like, cool. And then give notes, like change this or try this. And a lot of it laid heavily, I think on like vocal stuff to like, just get it right. And, yeah, you know, he had some notes there just to make it as, 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 milk it for all it's worth instead of, um, land, you know, land short from being, from it being what it could be. But, um, but yeah, we so we were doing that. We got like the first four done and then we're like, cool. The, here's the second batch, seven more songs. And then Noah fell into a really great opportunity for him. That would kind of really kind of like, career changing Mm. and that he just couldn't pass up on so so then it kind of just landed in my lap to just do it all do the rest you know and of course i would i would still send him stuff we would we would still send him stuff what do you what do you think and he would give notes or whatever but um but yeah so that the last batch was yeah i just i did it and me and emily spent a lot of time in the studio reworking songs And like really focusing on melody really heavily and and lyrics. And um, I thought it was really cool. I felt like Emily really opened up a bit more and really came through with writing some great lyrics. Yeah, nice. Yeah.
2: No, I would I would say so. I mean, it's such a great record and it is so different, but you also hear that, which shows all this time that you're talking about that you guys put into and that she put into. Yeah. I really think it it shines like crazy. But also yeah. the fact that it landed in your lap only at one point. Yeah. Right. It's like cool, how do I record?
3: Uh, Let me press the record button. Okay. Uh, Like
2: like how much troubleshooting you probably had to do using plugins, getting the levels, the frequencies. I mean, that's insane. For sure,
1: yeah. I mean, mean, really, like I will say, in the end, I mean, it opened my eyes to how much a mixer, of how important a mixer is and could be because like, yeah, like I had my, I had, we had our working roughs, like our working our working rough mixes, like sure. reference mixes of like this is how the art this song this is the vibe it is, and then you know send it off to a mixer and he does that but better, but like yeah, I mean it's so funny like when you record drums, drums don't sound cool or no. good <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> I mean you could you could like. And like, a, you know, like I've been to like really nice studios or wherever where the, the producer engineer is like, you know, they're working and they, they're working on like a Neve board and have all this cool outboard gear. And like the, just the, they get like these drum tones just out of the, out of the, just right out of the gate sounding like, whoa, like without <laughs> any much on it. Yeah, yeah. There's those guys too, or like, Really amazing engineers that just right out of the gate makes stuff sound great. But like, yeah, when you record drums and you just hear it back dry, you're like, this sounds awful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you, hear, do you hear the squeak of the pedal going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like, and then you just start to you start to mix it and start to gate stuff and start to separate stuff and yeah. really go in and and then bring it to life. But I don't know where I'm going with this, but it's a really amazing mixing is everything i mean of course you you have to be able to record stuff correctly and not not crappy yeah.
0: well, it must make you appreciate um you know artists back in the day who just recorded live
1: oh my god it and like it i it, yeah for real, like I'll hear some certain tones and I'm just like that is impossible
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> can't do that
1: i can't I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I don't know how to get a like a snare and those toms to sound that way. What? How do you even yeah. do that? No, it's that's so, the magic. Yeah. That's I know, it's really cool.
2: Of, yeah, it's really cool. Not just knowledge, but like your ear. Well, that's also yeah. why, you know, Sean, you they were Dead Sir was looking for a mixer and I was like, "Oh my god, the first mm. person that came to my mind was Bo Rochelle, our, our our producer for our yeah. last record, rival ties last record." And I knew that he would do something good because I remember watching him mix in front of us. Yeah. And his ear was too precise. He said that his silent uh, G6 computer fan from his Mac was too loud. Wow. That Meanwhile, I'm weird. like, I don't even hear anything. How do you. <laughs> that's
1: awesome yeah i know so he
2: could like really dial in that and and just and just knows exactly what to do kind of like the dudes from back in the day you're like how did how did you do that which especially back then though how did they do that that's impossible i know know. (laughs) now there's so much technology and and
1: you know yeah yeah. it's true so i mean stuff it's all changed to like there was just a certain way to record back then and some people would be like like you listen to those like old bottom tracks with Zeppelin and you're like, how do you get those (laughs) drums to sound like that? That That's so (laughs) sick. So Um, huge. Yeah. Do Do you know Eric Valentine? He is the producer, he's a producer and engineer. He's like an absolute wizard maniac who recorded, he produced the big Third Eye Blind record. Oh yeah. He produced the Queens of the Stone Age songs for the deaf record. Wow, um, he's done millions of things. I mean, he's done uh, so many things. But yeah. we went to his studio before re- before we recorded um, "Pleasure to Meet You" to meet him, and he we like he showed us around his studio, and he he had this he had his drum room, and we were tracking like this whole big room, and he had a, he made like an umbrella thing that was over the drum set that ra- that he oh, could raise God. up and down. And then he was like, yeah. And then we went into the controller and he's like, check this out. You know, you guys like Zeppelin. Yeah. You know, like the bottom sound. I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. He's like, yeah, I've been really working on, like trying to, you know, um, replicate that drum sound. Jesus. And uh, he's like, check this out. And he pressed play. And um, he's a drummer too. So he's a really good drummer. And he played just like a bottom part. I Forget what song it was. And I was like, dude, this you 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 did it you found you you figured it out that's so cool <laughs> it was really amazing i was like wow you've nailed it so hard <laughs> like it was so cool to hear i was blown wow. away that dude created i think a board oh. that that has the material on it is non-reflective to sound oh my god because he because he i I might be wrong, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he would like hear the sound reflect off the board that he's mixing on, wow. and he's like, no, 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 "That's that. We got to fix this." So he wow. like figured out a, a material that he puts on the board that is non-reflective to sound. Or so, I think so. Like, I was like, "How would you even hear that? What are you talking
2: about?" That's what I'm talking about. They hear they hear the the spirits of sound, mm-hmm. <laughs> where most people are like, "Yeah, you're crazy, dude. What do you
1: mean yeah. you hear that?" <laughs> I know.
0: Now, he, why do you think? Uh, what were you saying?
1: I was just going to show you a little snippet of something that I learned from him. I watch his YouTube channel. It's called Making Records with Eric Valentine, and he oh. taught me a two mic setup on a drum on a drum set, and. Um, I could never do it again, but I did it. I watched the video and I I tried it, and I was like, "Wow, I kind of did it." But listen to this really quick. If we'll go through. Okay, what were you gonna say, Julie?
0: How do you think? Like, why did John Bonham have such a sound? Was it like a wasn't like a technology back then? Was well,
1: it- no. I think actually clearly it's his playing yeah like i remember back in the day they're like i want my drums to sound like john bonham and noah was like cool get john bonham to play (laughs) and i was like "Uh, okay um that's i feel like that's like a that's been said so many times in studios or whatever oh yeah Yeah. john bonham to play but um i think it was the way he played i think it was he tuned his drums they were so open they were such open tuned so like there was there was no muffle or anything it was just like an open tuning like lots of ring his big bass drum was like i don't even know if anything was in it i don't even know if there was ever a hole in it in the in the resonant side it was just solid head with no hole and i think it was the way he tuned his drums and the way he played them and then the way they miked it the way they miked it and you know using room mics that made it sound so bombastic and yeah and you could probably do that again eric valentine talks about it like open tuning of drums he like there's a video called drum dressing recording and drum dressing like drum tuning and drum dressing like how you dress the drums to whatever like dampen it or whatever and he just like talks about open tuning where he to tu- like he takes the toms its like cool you have the rack tom and you tune the top head to this note and you tune the bottom head to this note and it creates a note <laughs> and then insane. you t- and then, yeah and then you take the floor tom and you tune the you know and they they're more like in tune with each other and it's just open no 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 moon gels no like dampening no anything it's just open tuning and then the same with the kick um and i'm like wow that is so crazy that's so interesting and rad yeah um i feel like i'm getting off maybe i'm getting off topic but
0: i didn't know anything about i don't know much about drums and tuning and how you record with them. So it's very interesting.
1: Yeah. I feel like tuning is very, I mean, tuning is so damn important if you want to have a really good recording.
0: I didn't know you could tune a drum to a note.
1: I know. I mean, I was, I mean, I, I mean, (laughs) obviously when you hit a drum, it's like, and that's a, that's a freaking note, but like you top head to one note, bottom head to another, and it creates, it's like an interval that that creates another note. And I don't even know the what it is, but he he knows it.
2: Yeah. But not only that, then another Tom that can coexist with both of those notes from yeah. the previous Tom yeah. on the top and the bottom. Yeah. What the
1: heck? And it's like. And then and, you have and, a and, chord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like he's talking about how like cool. If you're recording drums to a song, you want the drums to be in harmony with the key of the song. Holy shit. Yeah. Right. So you're like you re- like if I don't know if the, if the song's in. E major you would you would record you would tune the toms to not e major but like something that's in harmony with that and then with the that, yeah, yeah and then wow. it's and then tuning the snare to wow. to maybe the key like so it's just, i don't know I, I was like wow that's super interesting super cool and i i tried doing it a little bit i don't i feel like i failed but <laughs> <laughs> no but I, we'll think about
2: that though if if that's just the drums, by the way, the vocals have to exist and not not like crash into those notes of the drums sure. along with the bass, the guitar, yeah. and then all the harmonies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's literally endless octaves of notes, but yeah. That's insane. I know yeah. holy I need to I watch know. these videos. I want to show Greg these. That's dude. Yeah, nuts.
1: yeah. I'll send them to you. They're really cool. Holy. A big a big game changer for me. Uh, that I learned from Noah was phase, was things out of phase, especially low end and bass being out of phase and kick drum and stuff on the drums being out of phase that you, you don't realize, like if you don't have an ear for it and you don't know, you will just start boosting stuff to make it, you know, you'll start boosting low end in areas that you don't actually need to where if you yeah. just flip the phase on something, you you go through it, you have to find, or you just flip the phase all of a sudden, oh my God, there's the low end. Crazy.
2: Right. Like, like the actual frequency of what you're trying to find. Yes. And that cuts That's through. And, yeah. yeah, That like, is totally
1: nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Like if, <clears throat> yeah, like sometimes you'll have a kick drum going in the bass, and they might be out of phase with each other. And so you're just like trying to boost the kick drum, like make it punch. But really all you need to do is press a button, just. <laughs> days and all of a sudden it's like, boom! There's the low end. Oh, it sounds so good now. Oh my god, that was like a big game changer. Like high pass filter was such a game changer on like guitar and getting rid of that like low end muddiness. That like yeah. just leave it to the bass and the kick to have the low end. Right. Don't don't you know like of course unless you're shaping guitar tones that's like you want really beefy and and gnarly. But like it just every start everything starts to get muddy. Yeah. But that 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 was a big game changer for me from learning from noah
2: sure no that's so that's so freaking rad man and
1: he knows so much too he's a he is a wizard he noah is such a wizard he knows so much he's so talented he's so good yeah he he's been doing it for so long Yeah. yeah and yeah he's he's been for sure my mentor for a long time that's awesome yeah no. Uh, can you
0: tell us tell us how your solo project bitch camp came about
1: yeah wow, bitch. cool bitch uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah you bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> i so i was i had just moved out of the hollywood tower on franklin um and i moved in with one of my best friends kane rashad who's it who's amazing as you, as you know, Jason, he's an amazing yeah. drummer, but yeah. not only an amazing drummer, he's become just an amazing songwriter, guitar player, and vocalist.
2: I was going to say vocals, man. He yeah, he's murderous. Yeah, Holy he's
1: shit. it's so insane. And him and um, Malcolm, Malcolm's also an amazing uh, songwriter and singer. His voice is amazing. And they started a project called More. But anyways, before this, I moved in with Kane, and um, Kane started showing me music that he was making of his own, and I was... So blown away, I was like, "Dude, what the hell? I, I, how did I had no idea you did this? This is unbelievable! Like the songs are unbelievably great." He's like, "Oh man, thanks, cool, cool." And I just started. He just like, i I'm so grateful for that moment. That year I lived with him because he really like cracked something open for me that I that I couldn't reach, that I wasn't reaching or couldn't really reach, or I didn't know I even was capable of, or I had of this creative outlet of like me being able to write my own music. And he just like cracks that open for me. And I just started like writing. And then I remember me, Emily and Susie, we were working on the the EP. what's What was the EP called? Why am I going blank on it? It was <laughs> called um, Temporary yes. Things. Yes. Take taking up space is that no, no.
2: Yeah, something like that, that what it's called?
1: <laughs> why am I going blank on it? Oh my god, temporary things taking up space. Uh, yeah, taking up space. I think that's what it's called. <laughs> what the fudge, dude? You googling um, yourself? Uh yeah. Why am I, I? I don't know why that sounds like. Is that right? But Greg anyways, just
2: bought the vinyl of it, so I know he would know. Greg, are you there?
0: Greg, please <laughs> phone a friend.
1: <laughs> phone a friend. Phone a friend. He. Yeah, temporary things taking up space. 2018, we were we were writing that, and we were in a studio in Studio City, kind of finishing writing it. And I remember one night we were just there vi- vibing all day. We were there for like a month, just me and the girls, just trying to finish writing, and and recording some demos. And then one night the girls left, and I was just there chilling, and I, I just started writing um, "Gold." Oh yeah, that song nice. "Gold." Oh, yeah. I started making like a little loop drum loop and then started playing guitar started singing and that original that I just sang it there and it was like the fastest thing I mean it's not it's not some deep song like it just is what it is like a little punk adolescent song but like it was the fastest thing I had ever done yeah I didn't even, out. it just came out and I didn't even write down the lyrics ever. Actually. I just press record sang. I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Press record again, sang. I kept like cut like punching in and, and then just whatever came out kind of just came. And yeah, that was like the first thing before it was even called bitch camp. It was just me writing my own music. And I was like, Whoa, I really, this is cool. Like, this is cool. This feels really weird and strange and exciting and cool. And I'm kind of like proud that I, could make my own song. Um, (laughs) And then that song just sat for for years. I mean, that was like probably 2017 when I made that, or 2018 when I made that song in its original form and then like the demo form but i kept the original vocals on it and sometimes when i listen to it i create like oh, I maybe, I, <laughs> maybe i should have done them done them again but i think that's kind of maybe a, a magic tutor and excitement that i didn't redo the vocals and yeah. i just i just left them kind of shitty kinda did they sound shitty. like this i said
3: it
2: <laughs> that's so sick. That's so. Well, awesome. I love
0: stories. We were watching um, a Tom Petty's recent documentary on making wildflowers, and he yeah. he had a story about he just went in the studio and wrote wildflowers like in one take. And he's like, and I didn't change anything after that. Like that's pretty. Like that's, that's so neat that it just like comes out. Yeah,
1: that's so sick. Yeah, so it, it's that's really it's so. It's super cool when that, when that happens, when it's just like something magical like that. It just, that happens. It just comes out and you're like, whoa, that was the yeah. easiest, shortest, most amazing song I've ever written. And it took <laughs> 10 minutes or whatever. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. So what's up?
0: Uh, you're going on tour with Dead Sarah. You've got Bitch Camp. What's it, so Bitch Camp, what's happening with that? What's your hopes for Bitch Camp? Going to do more songs?
1: I, I'd say like I'm trying to... Yeah, for sure. Do more songs. I definitely already have more songs. I need to finish them. They're all, I have, I have a lot of demos. I'm trying to overcome that fear of like doing that. And I don't know right now. I'm like the world's my oyster. Do everything, do fucking everything, Sean. Why am I going to be a little bitch and live in fear and not like do everything,
0: do everything. That's right.
1: Play with everybody, fucking collaborate with awesome people, learn, be, surround yourself with people who are way better than you. Preach it. And be, that's that's why you're
0: on the podcast right now. Yeah. I was hanging (laughs) out with, I
1: was, I was in January. I was hanging out with obviously my childhood best friend, Sonny.
0: AKA Skrillex. AKA
1: Skrill. Yo Uh, dude, And that bass. (laughs) And and he, and he was like, Sean, what, what do you want to be? what do you want to be like? Honestly, like, what do you, what do you want to be like? We were talking, it was was more like we were talking about music and stuff. And he was like, what, what, what do you want to be? And I was like, dude, I want to be, um, I just want to be a great songwriter, like a really great songwriter. He's like, cool. Who's your favorite songwriter? And just, uh, or like, who's your favorite songwriters? And I was just like, uh, 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 well, I I like Adele. (laughs) And I just said, I just said like Adele really fast. He's like Adele, Uh, okay. So what's your favorite Adele song? I was like, honestly, I don't know. And he's like, did you just kind of say that because you didn't have an answer and you just like (laughs) liked you like some Adele songs? I was like, yeah, I I don't know. He's like, cool, okay. Well then, forget Adele. He's like, Sean, what you really what you're really saying you want to be is a student, dude. You want to be a student. You don't want to be a great songwriter. You want to be a student right now because that's being that's what that's what you need to be first before you're a great songwriter. I was like damn I that's so true I do want to be a student that's actually what I need to be right now as a f- flipping student and learn and watch people and how they song right and it's like damn that was kind of cool so that like made me think differently about jumping too far like I want to be a great songwriter okay cool you want to be I a great also songwriter.
0: would I would yeah. think a big part is well you just got to keep writing songs it's like with any yes. writing at all well you just got to keep writing
1: yeah, yeah. But that's what I feel. I feel like just that is being a student as well. Yeah. Like you're like, it's like homework. Sure. You know? Like you learn new things or like, you're like, oh, whoa, oh, that song does that. Oh, that's interesting how that he did that. And then like, yeah, you, you do that. Is there a hum all of a sudden? Oh my God, there's a guitar. Oh my God, hold on. Let me mute this. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. So that's hilarious. What is that? It's a guitar. Where is it coming from? Unbelievable. <laughs> It's like, what is that hum? Yeah, yeah, yes.
0: Well, it is wild. We were even listening to, um, it was like a Paul McCartney song. Was it Baby I'm Amazed? The song that like, it totally, like it becomes a completely different song. You're just like, was that the song, Jason?
2: No, it was. Um, um, or
0: no, it was. It was a wings song.
2: It was a wings song. It was like but anyway. One of the biggest it's the one wings. that like yeah. goes
0: into a totally different song, and it's just like like oh four God, times, like two yeah. songs. Like, <laughs> it just keeps changing.
1: Yeah, wings is so crazy and awesome. Have you ever heard the song Arrow Through Me? I don't think so.
3: Maybe. Ooh, baby, I couldn't have done the worst thing to me. I didn't take an arrow and drive it right through me.
1: you know that song no it's such a it's such an oddball wing song but it's so sexy and r&b and it's so and then there's like the section where it's like a horn's coming it's like it's like a weird time signature like they overlap but Oh, I'll, I'll send it to you guys you have to listen to it so They did too much funny. drugs goodbye
2: <laughs> No they were They were all over the places in some of their songs You're just like what? what is yeah. going on <laughs> Yeah totally But I dig that I mean I like yeah. it yeah, yeah me too it's cool Especially right. the part where it goes Ding, dang, dang, We are
0: dang, zoom, at the part the of the program um, Where it's 5 o'clock somewhere We ask you 5 quick questions Just to get to know you even more better
1: Wow, sick more better.
0: Yes. Uh, Sean Friday, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, question number 1. You seem sensitive. What's the last thing that <laughs> made What's the last thing that made you cry besides having to set up this podcast interview?
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Are you crying thing? right now?
1: I am. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, shit. that's awesome. I seem sensitive. What was the last thing? That
0: well, I know me? you are sensitive. I think you yeah. are very sensitive.
1: I am very sensitive to a goddamn fault. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, um, what's the last thing that made me cry? Um, the last Good thing. Good or that, bad. Yeah, the last thing that made me cry was earlier this week. I watched a video and I was also really tired and I, when i'm also really tired i'm extra emotional i think like when you have lack of sleep but um i watched this video and it was this guy coming up to this other guy who was like a worker he was like working on the street doing something and this guy comes over and he's filming he goes hey man um i i i i ran out of gas i have no money can you do, would you be able to spot me like 20 bucks for anything you got i just need to get i just need to get my car filled up and the guy was like i think ask questions like oh uh, i mean you ran out of gas like don't you don't have any money he's like no nah, man i don't man i know it's crazy but he, the guy was like okay man like and then started getting out money and like was giving it to the guy and the guy was like hey man so i'm doing this thing where the first person who gives me money like who, who lends me a hand and gives me money to fill up on gas i i gift i i gift the first person who does that a thousand dollars and and you're you're the first person who who did it. And the guy was like, are you serious, man? And he started crying. And it was so genuine and emotional where he's like, are you serious? they like, I, I have this thing I have to fix. And now I can fix it because you just gave me $1,000. It was so, I'm telling it really shitty, but it was so beautiful. And it made me cry like a little bee.
0: It's very sweet.
1: Yeah. And that, that was the last. Sweet. Yeah. I like that. I cried a lot before that. Oh. <laughs> but that was the last oh. thing I cried about. That was the last thing I cried about okay good next question
0: okay question number two
1: (laughs)
2: question two what is more frightening to you brotherhood of justice replying to a text in a timely manner b having to be somewhere on time or c the idea of working a nine to five job (laughs) dang
0: you have to repeat that? Yeah, repeat it. Yeah, what's more frightening? More
2: frightening. A, replying to a text in a timely manner. B, having to be somewhere on time. C, the idea of working a nine to five job.
1: (laughs) I mean, definitely uh, working a nine to five job, but (laughs) I was going to say being somewhere on time. (laughs) That's what I thought too. Oh, that's right. But um, what baby? uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. uh, Question number three. What artist do you think had the most effect on you?
1: Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Oh, bye. Just throughout my life? Or like now?
0: Uh, you answer it any way you'd like. Cool. Is it Adele?
1: <laughs> it's Adele. <laughs> <laughs> it's Adele. It is.
3: Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh my God, I immediately was going to Lionel Richie and I was like, oh right, she does have a song that says, hello.
1: That's so funny. Um, Dude, I really credit a lot of my inspiration to friends, to my friends who are so talented, who inspire me so off, much. Who
0: are often famous. Who are, yeah,
1: yeah, no, or, or not, or not. Like, or not, yeah. You know, Sonny, Sonny has been such an inspiration to me and a push to me, yeah. Kane. You know, everybody, but I don't know. I, who are some of the most inspirational? I think there was like, I don't know why I keep thinking of like Nirvana, I just was such a huge Nirvana fan, at least on the record, nevermind. I remember that having such
2: I mean, I know why but you keep thinking movie. of that, because that was a pretty unique record and band.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. That
2: changed a but lot for of- you guys,
0: were yeah. you like one when that album came out?
1: We were like... <laughs> most? I think that album came out in 94. Is that right? Did it come out in 94? <laughs> or was it before
2: that? Boy, I Let's thought I was going to say... I was going to say 91.
0: I think it was more around 90, yeah.
2: It's It was 91, September 24th.
1: Yeah. Ah, there you go. Okay, sick. So I was like...
0: Half a year old. No, I
1: was, like, <laughs> I was like five. Yeah. It's like five, right? Yeah, I was five. Yeah. I remember getting, <clears throat> I remember getting that cassette tape in my Easter basket. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cute.
1: I wanted it so bad, and mom, mom got that tape, cassette tape. I still have it. I think. Do you?
2: Oh my God, that's. Maybe so right. I don't.
1: Maybe that's one that I don't. I think I have the case still, but maybe the tape. I don't know. I think I do. But yeah, I remember listening to that every goddamn day, the whole thing. Yeah, it was so but, good. But, but yeah, that, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I suck at this answer because I feel like there's so many people who are like, oh, the Beatles. They, <laughs> I listen, you know, they, or like they were like someone that really, they, that just shaped their, who they are as a musician. Sure. like, damn, I don't.
0: Who I would like you I say I Jason for yourself? Like for me, Tom Petty, he was like the reason I bought a guitar.
1: See, fucking there you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> But I
0: mean, like, cause he's like the first artist I got interest, really interested in. But I also became like obsessed
2: yeah. with artists.
0: Like I was a Tom Petty psycho and then I was yeah. a Bono psycho. And it's now Tom am your... Yeah. yeah.
2: I would say on my own, without having anybody else's influence, probably Chris Rowe from the Ataris because... Oh wow. He, yeah. He, just his songwriting and his passion and you heard it in his, in his vocals and his lyrics. <sighs> Um, and I was really into that style of music, too, at the time, which was this yeah. was probably like 98, maybe, yeah. um, 97, 98. And, and I mean, there was just something that was so special. And, you know, they were inspired by Jawbreaker, who I wasn't like, sure, they were, I became a fan of theirs later, um, which I should have been a fan of theirs first, probably, because <laughs> they were there around. But, yeah, I would say the Ataris, Chris Rowe, he... Something I mean,
1: that makes sense that I remember you, you loved the Atari so much. Yeah, that really did shape kind of your beginning of songwriting and music making. I remember. Yeah, that.
2: yeah, that's cool. that was the last time I cried. Not <laughs> <kid>. <laughs>
1: it's funny.
2: Okay,
0: uh, we're moving yeah. on to question number four.
2: Okay. Yeah. You can only have one of these for the rest of your life, Shanice. A drum kit, an iPhone or a Jersey Mike sub.
3: Ooh.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Ooh baby. Okay. Ooh baby
1: <laughs> Um geez, an iPhone, just kidding. Um <laughs> Yeah, I would say a drum I would say a drum kit for sure. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay, uh, last question um, in It's Five O'Clock Summer, number five, everyone leaves a mark on this world. Sean Friday, what do you hope your mark will be?
1: Man, two, hmm, I don't know what my mark will be, but I would love to be remembered as, or just having a really, I don't know, positive effect on everybody i've ever met and to be remembered and with a really freaking warm loving feeling of like oh man sean remember sean god damn <laughs> that dude loved me so much yeah. and was so full of love and like just have just make people release you know have that release where they, I just they feel better, you know, they're happier. Yeah, I Whenever. mean, I think you've
2: already done that, and I think you'll continue to do that.
1: Yeah, anytime. that's cool. Well, that's right. I think right. that's, I think that's all I care about, and I yeah. doing that through music is cool. Like when I do that through music, and people are like, "Man, you make me feel fucking like I'm in high school," then I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> that's all I want to make you feel." It's like I, it's the most. It's it's such a Cool feeling, man. Uh, <laughs> yes. I just want you to feel good. Yeah. 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 It's all whatever. It's perfect.
0: All right. Well, uh, that's the wrap up for It's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, Sean Friday uh, from Dead Sarah, also Bitch Camp, also Dude. the Friday family with uh, Jason.
1: That's right. Thanks for having me, guys. It's really, that was really fun. That was really sweet.
0: Thank you yeah. for, you Thanks know, for making it. We had a goal. Yeah. Well, finally episode it. 77 we did it dude guys.
1: i like that the year of punk rock too i was just gonna say it is <laughs> 70s dude. So, so that's pretty sick yeah that is sick yeah
0: before you go though i do want to play uh i've been from bitch camp do you want to tell us about writing it
3: ooh, 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 that
0: that bitch, was my sister genie <laughs> would like to know the lyrics
1: yeah Um, lyrics, um, that was a song. So I had gotten hired to play with Mondo Cosmo who's by the way, whose birthday it is today, Josh, uh, from Mondo Cosmo. Um, it's his birthday today. So shout out to that brother. I love him so much. He's freaking one of my best buds. Anyways, I, I, he got, I hired, he got, he hired me to play drums for Lollapalooza. Um, which is such, which was such so rad. And I was so, super yeah. grateful to have been able to play on the main stage at at All Pooza. But I got back home and I wrote that song. But Mina, actually, Alicia and I started messing around with that song. We were writing the song and it was a totally different melody and lyrics. And then I started to build the song a little bit more in the studio. And then I was just getting fed up with trying to write melodies and lyrics that I just was like, forget this. I just pressed record and just kind of like riffed. I didn't even write anything down. And I just kind of riffed. That's why it's like you listening, it's kind of like silly, like, oh my God, we met so many people. There were so many people telling stories and you should have been there, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, I just felt like I was so spending so much time living in my head and how sometimes relationships you feel like the loving, the love is is gone and it's maybe toxic or whatever, but and you like should make you should like get rid of that or, or move on or something. And, but you kind of stick yourself and you you could be moving on, but you'd rather not. And that, that, that's like the chorus where like, it's like the verse is like, man, i've met so many amazing people and they have so much to say and so i have so much to learn from them and it was so beautiful and you should have been there if you if you weren't you fucking missed out god damn it and then moving into the course it was like man you're living in your head hey you're living in your head you must be tired hard to think about that the loving is gone you could be moving on Oh, nice. um, Dude, that's and, so then, good. and then,
3: but and then, <laughs> but
1: yeah, that, that, But I think, but I, but in that, that lyric is, but I'd rather not, but I'd rather not like you're, you're making yourself, making yourself stay instead of just being free and moving on or whatever. Like it's kind of, I was kind of like talking to myself, but I'd rather not. And then, yeah, the second verse, it's just like, I'm going to spend no more time with bullshit people, whoever that is. I don't, there wasn't like a specific entity or person it was just like fuck i felt like i don't know i'm gonna spend no more time with bullshit people fucking damn and then um yeah i forget the lyrics after that but
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right we're gonna play the song right now it's bitch camp i've been on the cause i have to podcast yeah we're living your dream (laughs) is the only option that's right (laughs) (laughs) we'll have the after pod i guess after this sick all right thanks again Okay. Oh Have a fun tour and uh, love you. to check in with you again. As, Absolutely. Uh, Post tour and with some new music. Thank love you, you guys. Brad. Love you. I love, love you too.
1: <laughs> okay. Bye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. The Afterpod, where we talk about our guest after they leave the room. That was your brother, Sean Friday.
2: AKA Shanice, which I didn't even talk about. Oh, people, but you call him people, Shanice. Shanice, yeah. People, Why do you uh, call him that? I call him that because of Kenny Loggins' Live in the Redwood Forest uh, <laughs> album from 94. He he literally invited Shanice on stage. He was like, ladies and gentlemen, Shanice. So I was like, Shanice, that sounds like Sha. That sounds like my brother. So I was like, Shanice, Shanice. And I started calling him Shanice because of Kenny Loggins. Oh,
0: that's really funny.
2: I know. What
0: well, does he have a nickname for you?
2: Shanice. I think he says J. Seed. <laughs> J. Seed. Hmm. Jay Seed, Jay Seed, and it might be because of the Shanice thing. That's funny. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know you were saying that you could talk for hours with your brother, but I thought you know, an hour is probably good for the podcast. <laughs> we got well, to a lot of good p- parts. I loved, you know, really people who inspired him at certain points. Yeah, he learned so much about engineering and producing that is crazy. confusing.
2: i know it is it's totally nuts i mean people who are pros at doing that stuff are still learning because new things are always yeah. happening and changing and coming out and available yeah it's nuts it's totally i was crazy. excited
0: that i learned how to get rid of background noise i know <laughs> <laughs> but did you notice
2: how he mentioned oh my god um
0: high the high frequency
2: yeah or high and low yeah But And I was going to say, well, that's funny he mentioned that because for people, like for podcasts, people use both high and low. uh,
0: Well, I learned uh, just doing voiceover from um, a sound guy that you can't get rid of, especially, I mean, we live in a very old building. You can't get rid of the sound, even if you're, I mean, unless you're in a completely soundproofed uh, room, which I'm in a vocal booth, but it's not soundproof. Anyway... He said there's these noises that you don't even necessarily hear yeah. that are just in the building, like your electricity makes a noise that maybe isn't even heard to the human ear normally, unless right. you're that one engineer. But anyway, they have these filters now, high-frequency filters. that oh, just high-pass
2: filter, low-pass yeah, filter. Yeah, that that's takes I
0: mean. out just weird atmospheric yeah. noise from your vocals. And I mean, that's just, you know, a... Talking, vocal, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's it. must get so insane when you really become an engineer.
2: Yeah, it is. Which is why mixers are really people don't think about them, or they or they're just like, oh yeah, whatever, you mixed it, who cares? No, yeah, they are special individuals and the most important, one of the most co- important components of. Oh, you know what I wanted sounds. to show,
0: um, and I guess we should have done this with Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to play a clip of my original piano part oh, maybe yeah. we played this once so for the because i have to theme song the clip of my original i just went to the piano and played the little uh, melody and then i yeah. so i'll play that right here And then I gave that to Sean and then this is what he came back with. So that's pretty incredible that you could take something so basic and yeah. make it make it into something really cool
2: yeah you're basic
0: you're basic i mean we have um, so many you and i have so many songs that we just like joke around oh, and gosh. play with but we never sit down and write them which we should mr friday
2: we should i know hey if shanice is doing it so can we that's right Yeah, we gotta have him back because one, I just love talking to my brother because I don't enough my brother (laughs) and my brother, and two, um, he's he's always doing something uh, that's new or unique or different, and you know he'll he'll be we'll get him on in less time than another seventy-seven episodes, (laughs) but but um, yeah, yeah, that's the thing though. It could have been a two part, it could have been a three part. There's so much to talk about. There's so many experiences even just between him and me, let alone him. Yeah. yeah I thought we got to fun. some good
0: points. Some good we points did, yeah. of his passions, his interest in yeah. music, his study, even that conversation with him and Sonny. Yeah. A lot of good stuff came out of that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was good. It was real nice. I enjoyed it. And so did he. Shadie. Um
0: I think that's I think uh I think we wrapped another good pod.
2: You know, it was, it was a great pod. I had fun. I know you had fun. You yeah. learnt. learned. There were some things you learnt.
0: You know, uh, I've recently learned that learnt is a word. <laughs> and I guess, I don't know if it's people in Canada or the UK, but when I saw yeah. people writing online using the word learnt, I thought, oh, well, these poor people are idiots. They don't know the English language. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's actually a word. Isn't that weird? You can go your whole life and think people would say, oh, I learned that. I learned yeah. that. It's, it sounds so street like, yeah, that's when I learned that. You're just like, excuse well, me? Yeah. It's actually the, it's, it's, people use it and it's correct. Learned.
2: It's proper, but it's not, it's never used. And, well, that's why I say, it. I
0: think it's Canada, UK. It's not, yeah. I don't think it's US.
2: It's not American English. No. Yeah. Correct.
0: So we learned a lot from Sean.
2: <laughs> we are learnt nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I like to learnt
0: All right. Well, that was episode 77. Thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, until next time.
2: Till next time. Thank you. Love you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Cause I Have To podcast. The best way you can help us is share the show. Tell people about it. Share it with your friends on your socials and also leave us a great iTunes review. Just Google Cause I Have To podcast iTunes. Go to the bottom of the page and there's your review section. Make it good, will ya? Find us on Instagram at Cause I Have To podcast and email us, especially if you know someone living their dharma and you think they'd be a great guest on the show. It's Cause I Have To podcast at Gmail. And oh, we do love those voice messages. You can leave us one at anchor.fm slash cause I have to. Keep living those dreams, friends, cause you have to. Till next time.